Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's a Korean going? Uh, Steve? My Korean is... Your Korean lessons? The last lesson I did was on the air with you guys. Okay. A couple of weeks ago. Mm, That went real well. I would like to be fluent in Korean just for a song. It could be butter. I don't care. I just want to be sitting in a car next to someone. A Korean verse comes on and I nail it. Okay, well, let us know when you get there. There's a tweet out right now that I should tell you about, Donna, pressing news. Imagine a a groundhog in a pink robe, holding a cup of coffee, eating a donut, looking blankly, curlers in. And it says, this is Punxsutawney Phil's ex-wife, Phyllis, who now lives in Florida and said that Phil is a compulsive liar. It's It's funny. Thank you for sharing that. She had to leave the Groundhog Union. I get it. I like that her name is Phyllis. I like that. Me too. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Well, it looks like Lady A has settled their legal dispute with Lady A. Oh, the long-running dispute that was. Remember, they were all kiss and make up. They did a group Zoom call early in this legal battle in 2020. Yes. And then things fell apart. And where are we now? Well, it looks like... Okay, so the the original Lady A, her name is Anita White. She is a blues singer from Seattle. And I guess there was a joint motion to dismiss by all parties, which was filed yesterday in Nashville. They asked a judge to dismiss their dueling lawsuits permanently, and each party agreed to bear its own costs, expenses, and attorney fees. Oh, wow. So they've settled their differences. Other terms were not made public, so there's no word if there was like some kind of money exchange, and neither side is uh, is commenting. So... Huh. That's cool. I mean, Lady A wasn't Lady A for that long. Right. So do you think, wonder what, I mean, there's a number yeah, she involved, got some right? Money there's a, for there's sure. a settlement there. Absolutely. Yet we don't know it. I wonder, hmm. are they still just going to both call themselves Lady A? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. Thank you. Unrelated. Uh, okay. Go Money ahead. related. Okay. So I'll sneak it in here. Okay. There's this big lawsuit right now that's going on in the NFL. Uh, a former coach, Brian Flores, of the Miami Dolphins, is saying that the NFL has 
racist hiring practices mm. where uh, the the black coaches in the league just don't get a, as fair a shake as the white coaches. There are other things that he alleges, but one of them is that he was paid $100,000 each time that his team that he was head coaching lost. So I'm thinking like settlement money here because there's going to be an NFL settlement, I think. He would get paid $100,000 every time his team lost by the owner of the Miami Dolphins, if this is to be believed, for tanking so that they could then get a better spot in the next year's NFL draft. The worst teams get to choose the best college players first. The Super Bowl winning team gets the last pick. So now coaches, multiple coaches, are talking about getting paid financial bonuses for losing their games. Were you That's reading not... Sports Illustrated while I was doing music news? I was no, no, no. This is on Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Uh, no, I was on Twitter, and then it was trending. And I thought, why is this old coach who's like not in the relevant oh, yeah. in the league right now trending? Yeah, I saw that. And that's a that's something. That's it's not music news. It's big news though. But it's money news and other big news. While we're talking sports. The Washington football team has settled on a name. Everybody they are know? No longer the Washington football team. They are the Donna, you be the one who announces it. The Washington Commanders. There we go. Thank you. That's cool. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Now, this on Gene Simmons. Uh, you gotta link up this this um these pictures of his house that he's selling. Oh my god. It's his luxury Las Vegas estate. It's gorgeous. It's on the market for $13.5 million after he first listed it for 14.95 last year. Oh, my. Um, he makes so much money, though. He will accept Bitcoin, Litecoin, Uniswap, Polkadot, Litecoin, Ave, <laughs> uh, Ethereum. Ethereum, yeah. Oh, is that how you say it? Ethereum? Yeah. yeah. Um, or a combination of those to purchase the home. So someone comes in and says, I've got an all polka dot offer. Yep. He'll take it. Wow. He said he's been an outspoken proponent of cryptocurrency from the beginning, and it is the future of money, and it just makes sense to offer interested parties the option of using crypto to purchase the estate. Now let's talk about the house. Gene Simmons' house. He bought it for 10.8 mil in 2021. Oh, what? He just bought it? He just bought it. But he and his family didn't didn't wind up staying in Las Vegas that much, so they preferred their homes in California and Canada. So they were like, eh, that was a dumb move. But the house. Mercy. It is a very fancy, very modern finishes all throughout. So modern. Lots and lots of windows. Pretty cool view I love it. of the Las Vegas Strip because imagine all, multiple windows in floor-to-ceiling windows showing the Las Vegas Strip. There's even a room there, I don't know, let's call it one of the living rooms, where it looks out onto a pool and then in the distance beyond the pool are just trees and then the Las Vegas Strip, which at night I bet is... Oh, stunning. Really spectacular. Yeah, he's 16 miles out from there. I think it's in a place called Henderson? Yep. He's in Henderson, 16 miles out of downtown. Wow. 
It's sweet. It's gorgeous. Oh, my God. It's, oh, I want it. Well, do you have any polka dot cryptocurrency? Not at the moment. Rachel, you're a young hipster. You're Ray Chill, because she's so chill. Do you talk with your indie friends about cryptocurrency? Um, no, I'm pretty against cryptocurrency. Oh, oh well, the floor is yours. We'll give you 30 seconds to uh, to tell us why. Go ahead. Well, I don't understand it, so I guess I don't really ha- I don't have the right to have a stance on it. But I think that it's just a plaything for the extreme wealthy, mm. and I don't think that it's very sustainable method of currency. Okay. Mm. But I like the idea of having like an like a um. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure what it's called, like the whole blockchain Everything thing. like digital, you mean? Well, yeah, and there's not like a like a linear source of income or of money. Does that make sense? I don't know. I, I don't know. You like the idea of not is. having to carry cash in your pocket. Well, actually, I do. I like, I'm a cash person. I'm like an old man that stuffs bills under his bed. Like, that's oh, what I do. But I like you even better. I, yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't really understand the blockchain. I had to do a presentation on it in college, and I just went up there and said, just a word salad that made no sense because <laughs> that's a thing too i don't think like do pe- these people even know what they're talking about we need to take a class where there's a whiteboard and explanation and comparing it to other things that were that our mind can accept yeah yeah it is you should be able to explain what the thing is right you know and like when you showed that you showed a clip last week of jimmy fallon and um Paris Hilton, Hilton. Mm-hmm. and they were showing like the picture, like how Jimmy the Fallon, NFT. Yeah, he brings out the NFT, and he has that on a cardboard. Isn't the point of an NFT that it's it ex- the ownership exists in the blockchain? So by yeah. showing a physical version of it, that just defeats the purpose, right? Look, Rachel, we don't know. All right, we don't know anything. All we know is it's confusing. And we're going to talk more about it. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, Gene Simmons accepting polka dot cryptocurrency for the Vegas thing. You can go spot his pad up now on the Donna uh, Steve Show links page. Um, hey, when we come back, Donna, let's take some calls on this. 651-641-1071. Coachella is about to offer some lifetime admission tickets via non-fungible tokens mm-hmm. uh, to their festival. If you could get free annual admission to any annual big event, what would you choose? The Oscars? The Super Bowl? It could be anything. Give us a call. 651-641-1071. We're coming right back on my talk. Yeah, you say you'll work out in the morning. Then I'll get to it this afternoon. Definitely after dinner. And it never happens. I know, it's hard to stay motivated, and that's why I tell people, join the Y. They've got group exercise classes that give you fun, fitness, and accountability. Peer pressure, I love it. Yeah, you get cardio, strength classes, yoga, and a bunch more. Get $5 enrollment if you join the Y by February 10th and 25% off dues through April. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. Hello! Welcome back, you guys. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Experience. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. I think we are joined by DJ Rock Lobster. No, he's, um, I'm looking in his basement right now. And there's and Elvis and uh, the boss. Elvis and the boss. They're and velvet paintings. The first time I saw a picture of this velvet painting of Bruce Springsteen, I legitimately thought it was Bruce Lee. Because <laughs> he has a headband on? Yeah, it's just, and if you don't know, I don't know if I would have guessed Springsteen. Anytime, if you give gave me three guesses looking at that painting, really? but I know more of the old Springsteen. 
I don't have many images of young that Springsteen. Is, oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. I mean, like modern Not, day, right. actual, actually old as a person. If you're judging by numbers. Gotcha. Okay, well, Rocco's not here. Anyway, uh, he'll be back. Okay, bye, Rocco. He's dumpster diving at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) But you had teased this, and this is kind of cool. If you are someone who is like loves Coachella, (laughs) they are giving a lifetime pass to Coachella, 10 people anyway. It's going to hit the auction block in the form of NFT. So you're going to be given, all right, each of the Coachella keys offers different perks in addition to free admission. Like one will get you seats on the Sahara stage. Another comes with a private party for you and your friends. Another one has a surprise host. All sorts of like fun things. But these are auctions, so there's no telling how much the keys will end up going for, but it's going to start... This Friday at, I don't know, 10 o'clock Pacific, whatever that is ours. That's 12, 12 noon. noon. High noon. Okay. That's kind of that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's an interesting thing that they're doing. The yeah. whole NFT thing is overcomplicating it, but whatever. I'm sure they'll play this audio in five years when you and I are broke, yeah. living in an actual garbage heap, like Lady Trash Heap from Fraggle Rock, and we'll say we shouldn't have been so dismissive about NFTs. Hmm. But. If you could get free admission, you could win free admission to any annual event, what would you choose? The Super Bowl, of course, is coming up uh, in a little over a week. So I'm sure a lot of folks have that as a bucket list thing. There are a lot of sporting events, but there are non-sporting event annual things that happen that, what if I said you could go? And you get like primo treatment here, too. You're not just part of the crowd. That was one that I was thinking of, Donna. Tell Golden us Globes. why. Um, I think it's really casual, and P- and there are celebrities who aren't giving off the same vibe that they give at the Oscars. It's more, it's more casual and light, and it feels like you can maybe have a conversation without someone being dragged away from their handler. Maybe you could be sitting next to, or w- as part of a table filled with celebrities. I yeah. just think it would be fun, really, really fun and chill, exciting. That, that would be the one that I would go to of an award show, of a Hollywood award show, if I could get free admission. The Screen Actors Guild Awards would be a close second, but uh, it would just, those both have really fun vibes. You know what the Academy Awards should do is they're rethinking stuff. I don't know how long they're in a contract with whatever venue they're currently at, which has standard theater-style seating, but they should consider going to a roundtable. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Situation. So much better for conversation. You feel so much better just in general as a human. And you don't need to eat per se. You could still sit at tables and have have drinks if you want. There's bars at all these things anyway that oh, they're yeah. hitting up in between uh, commercial breaks or during commercial breaks. Yeah, I like that, Steve. During, you know, it during. would be tough for me to um, be tough to pass up the Super Bowl because it is such an extravaganza, yeah, it's such a spectacle that it would be I don't know, it'd just be tough to decide not to do. That that would yeah, but the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear a lot of people complaining about the traffic around the Super Bowl, but maybe you're right. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure. DJ Rock Lobster, you're such an indie guy. What's what like indie fest, or would you just take the Coachella tickets? He's going to Lilith uh, about, Fair. <laughs> yeah, come on. Um, I, I what about just uh, First Ave? You know. Like a lifetime pass to First Avenue. That'd be good. Hmm. Oh, that's I'd even take the Turf Club. Really? Oh, listen, you're talking to your buddy here. I've been to the Turf Club once. <laughs> Tell you anything you need to know about the Turf Club. Where Peter, Paul, and Mary played the Turf Club? <laughs> Comedian Gary Gallman oh. performed oh, at the Turf cool. Club. Um, yeah, go ahead, Rocco. You, you think First that's Avenue? It, yeah. All right, that's let's go and see what you know. Lonnie has to say. Lonnie's on Hey, the Lonnie. Welcome in to the Don and Steve experience. All right, if you could get free annual admission to any event, what would it be? I think it would be the Kennedy Center for the <gasps> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, Kennedy Center Honors even would be great. Yeah. But yeah, they put on a great show. It's so fun to see like other artists jam with other artists. Yeah, and I, I think you would be in the audience with a lot of Celebs. people you could rub shoulders with. Oh yeah, yeah the Grammys would probably be a fun show just big act after big act after big act Lonnie thank you for the call uh, we are not giving away lifetime admission to Coachella we are giving away probably a t-shirt I bet you're right the game is the College of Pop Culture Knowledge and we're gonna play it next 651-641-1071 that is the number to dial you can call that bet on me or Donna bet on the right person you win a prize 651-641-1071 call now game time is next all right, we still need a caller on the line for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Give us a call, 651-641-1071. Bet on me or bet on Steve, and if you bet correctly, you will win a fabulous prize. Kiki. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. You know what today is, now, what is today? Groundhog oh, Day. Two, two, twenty-two, man. Oh, it's like it all is. about the twos. Oh, cool. And if Mickey's Diner was open, I just found out it's not. 
I would go down there and order my favorite meal off their menu. A number two. The twos. Oh. It's called twos. You get two uh, eggs, two bacon or sausage, Don't and two cakes, man. Don't talk about food, man. Starving. Did you? I didn't even know until just now that Mickey's Diner's been closed for a while. Really? Didn't? Weren't there a couple yeah. locations? No. Yeah, there's one on West Seventh. Uh, yeah, I think there were two. That one's way, open, man. but the dining car is temporary clo- temporarily closed. They're oh. hoping to open the spring. Oh. But we'll see. Pandemic. Sorry, I blew. Anyways, home. someone on the phone. Yeah, we've got Steve on the phone. Stillwater, Steve. Hey, Steve. Yep. How you doing? Double S. Stillwater, hey, Steve. Happy Groundhog Day. Oh my Yeah, what's gosh. Stillwater doing? I know you guys go nuts on non-peak <laughs> holidays. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do. Actually, my parents live very close to there too. To Punxsutawney or Stillwater? No, to Punxsutawney. Wow, just, that's that's exciting. Hell yeah. I have you ever been, Steve? Not for Groundhog Day, but I have been there to see everything. And they got a couple groundhogs. Do they have a museum? No. Oh, what a miss. Really? I just have it with all, like, old groundhog pelts. <laughs> <laughs> or have them taxidermied, whatever. All right. Yeah, it's like, you fine. know, the Pope's, like, here was the original Phil. Here's Phil the second. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Phyllis. Okay, Rocco. Uh, okay. What are you going to quiz uh, so us I'm gonna on? Quiz, I'm going to quiz. I'm going to quiz this twosome on things that have something to do with two pop culture twos. Oh boy. Oh boy. So Stillwater, Steve. Who do you think knows more about pop culture twos? Stilly Steve. Steve. You know what? Let's. I'm going to go with you, Steve. Let's team up. We're going to. What? We'll rock it, but. Oh my gosh, Donna, do us a favor and scram. Okay, bye. What do you take a hike? Stillwater Steve, this is exhilarating. Oh my gosh. All right, let's crush her. I think Millie Vanilli's on this. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, here we go. All right, Rocco, I am ready. Steve, we will come to you after I uh, complete my guesses. Sounds good. Okay. Steve Patterson, in what number two movie... Would you find super criminals General Zod, Ursa, and Nan freed from their banishment in the Phantom Zone because of a hydrogen bomb flung from Earth? Superman? Name somebody in the band U2 not named Bono. The bassist. And can you name the 2011 CBS sitcom starring Kat Dennings and Beth Bears? Two Broke Girls. Let's go back to the first one. General Zod, Phantom Zone, Hydrogen Bomb Flung from Earth. Captain America? Okay, we're going to need to bring Stillwater Steve in. Steve, I'm not at my sharpest today, and I'm the first to admit it, and I'm vulnerable, and it is what it is. Can you help me? All right. I can help you with the second one. I don't know about that first one. Yeah, which means there's not a chance in hell that Donna gets it. So that one's a scratch. Um, any other YouTube member besides Bono? The Edge. Okay, I wasn't too far off with The Bassist. Uh, okay, well, great. We will go with that. We'll bring Donna back in now. I'm waving her in. She's coming. She's slowly. Now you wave at her too, Rachel. She's not paying attention. I could even wave. Oh, Hi. Donna! Donna just put a dip in mint snuff. <laughs> You're hilarious. How'd you guys do? Two out of three. And if you get this first one, 
I'll give you $20. Oh, okay. I'll Venmo you 20 And I bucks. don't want any crypto either. No, it's all in polka dot. Okay, great. <laughs> and a little bit in Ethereum. Go ahead. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, Donna. <laughs> yes, sir. These are all twos in pop culture to celebrate 2-2-22. In what number two movie would you find super criminals General Zod... Ursa and Nan freed from their banishment in the Phantom Zone because of a hydrogen bomb flung from Earth. Mm, the Avengers, of course. Okay. <laughs> Name somebody in the band U2 not named Bono. Um, uh, Ed, The Edge. And 2011 CBS sitcom starring Kat Dennings and Beth Bears. Oh, uh, Two Broke Girls. Uh, and the first one, what are their names again, the people? It's a no- General Zod, Ursa, Nan. Ursa, Nan. It's a number two movie. Number two movie. It is Star Wars Phantom Fury. Nice. That's- <laughs> <laughs> nice, Donna. Not bad. All right. None of you gave me an answer that involved the number two, so that would have that helped. Yeah. Oh. Steve was close. Was it was Civil close. War? It was Superman 2. Superman 2. From uh, 1980. General oh, Zod. Dang it. That's, so I was right about Zod being from that world. Ah, D word. And then you got the next two right, so Both it's going to be a tiebreaker. Did you get the edge too? Yeah, well, I Both guessed the, the bassist. And then Stillwater Steve came in and helped me. Damn it, Stillwater Steve! Sorry. Okay. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, we would have accepted uh, Adam Clayton and uh, Larry Mullen Jr., but those didn't come up. Who's Larry um, Mullen? So their accountant? Yeah, that's the the accounting firm of Bono, Edge, and... Ladies and Clayton. gentlemen, welcome Bono. Welcome the Edge. Welcome Larry Mullen Jr. <laughs> With Deloitte hey, and Touche. Three ain't bad, <laughs> That's right, yeah. Steve from Stillwater. You're the man. And now let's uh, destroy Donna on the tiebreaker. When you know the answer, say your name. Okay, so this is a song that has the number two in it. I'm looking for uh, the artist, please. Hit it, Rage. Ill. Donna. Oh, oh Steve. Steve. Two of us, the Beatles. Yeah. Wow. Darn. I was going to say Chicago, 22 or 6 to 4. <laughs> Remember that? Oh. Remember that song? Except for it's 25 or 60. Whatever, Rocco. Donna. Details. <laughs> Good job. Stillwater Steve, congratulations. Hey. You just won a yeah, t-shirt. Nice team up once in a while, huh? Yeah, felt really good, dude. The Steves unite, man. We're blood brothers. Next next time I see you once this pandemic's in the rearview mirror, put me down for a chest bump sticky where we chest All bump and then we hold it. <laughs> you got it. Nice. <laughs> Hang on, Steve. Oh, man. You are a silly, silly, willy man. Did you get Wordle today, Donna? I did. I did. I got it in three. But let me tell you, if you like Wordle... Oh, Lord. I am telling you, forget about it. Just give up Wordle right now. Donna. What? What? Are you hitting the button? I can't find it. Okay, Okay, got it. Time for a Oh, jeez. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. No, just listen. Just get Wordus. You download it on your phone. I played 10 games last night. I killed it. I got two on the second one. 
one of the answers was a dirty, birdie, wordy. I thought this morning's was with Wordle, kind of. It's a, a widely hated, loathed no, word. Don't say anymore. Don't I say anymore. People get mad. All right. Um, but there was a word that's another name for a hooker. And I'm like, well, surely this isn't going to be the answer because it's not dirty, birdie, wordy, wordle. Like, what's his face is playing? Yeah. With, Loodle. Yeah, Loodle with a W. Lewd. Um, was it yeah. No, it was horror. Whoa, Donna. That's what it was. It's 2022. How dare you? <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun. Just get the app. It's free and no, play no. all day. No, I mean, this is the whole thing. This look. is the joy of Wordle. I know that you we're got, not look. supposed to do this. It's you get one, you share it, no. and then you wait. I'm not sharing anymore. You're a part of binge culture. Yeah. Yeah. you damn right. Donna. What? I'm just happy that, you know, as a, as a Christian man, I have just been waiting for... Christians usually like to try to get on trends in a really cheesy, too late, try hard kind of a way, and I've been waiting for Lordle. Oh, good! And I thought I'm you like, were gonna do like Birdle. No, like for Bible. I don't know. No, I just say L O R D L E. I sense it coming. Or I sense it coming. Turtle can be good. <laughs> I just hope that they don't. I just want to play Wordle. The New York Times ruined everybody's lives by buying it. So at some point, you're going to go to play it. And it's going to cost money a subscription because they are the paywall princes. And yeah, but they do. They do. I mean, if anyone was going to buy it, that would be the best I'm, place to land. Sure. I'm happy for the owner. It makes great sense. But I will start playing one of the offshoots. I wonder how the New York Times is going to control all of the offshoots that are essentially the same They're gonna exact sue us. game. It's going to be cease and desist. They're going to sue us? Are we going to be in No, court? they're, no, they're going to... That, that's a different game. It's Swordle. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're probably going to, you know, send out messages to everybody, you know, saying, you can't do this anymore. Knock it off. Knock it off. Knock it off. I don't think I've ever used that phrase. Oh, this should go into our old sayings that need to be extinct list. Yeah. Hey, knock it off. That's like what parents in the 80s said. I kind of like it. Yeah, it has a nice edge to it. Those people who say knock it off, they're drinking milk three days after the expiration date. They're not purchasing helmets when you ride bikes, seatbelts, whatever. Hey, knock it off back there, huh? Hey, would you two knock it off? I do the snap, though. Oh, I like the snap. I've, I've done the parent snap, and I do feel very parenty when I do the snap. Oh, I would love to be a fly on the wall in your house. Hey, hey I'm on the phone. Hey. Hey. Heel. Heel. <laughs> <laughs> but when we got the dog, it kind of screwed everything up. I bet. All right, we got to go. All right, good night, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, what we'll a show. We'll be back. We'll be back, Steve. We got some fun stuff from David Letterman. He was on Late Night with Seth Meyers last night. Of yes. course, the show that Dave David Letterman started. And they were looking back on the 40th anniversary. I got good news if you're an old fan of Dave's uh, time on Late Night. And you wait until you hear them talk about a funny bit that they did. This is why we all loved Letterman. You'll hear it when we come back. Good morning. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster joins us as well. Clomp, clomp, clomp. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Of all the buttons that Rachel had to learn how to. 
push. She's thinking, really? I got to push this weird clompy thing anytime that lady says clomp clomp. <laughs> yep. That's how it works. Good job, uh, Rach. Thank you. You know what? It's just wacky enough, though. Kind of reminds you of David Letterman. He was on with Seth Meyers last night. And they're celebrating the 40th anniversary of Late Night on NBC, which is, of course, the show that Seth Meyers currently hosts. But before Seth Meyers started hosting it, David Letterman, way back in the 80s, as he was at the time the heir apparent to the Tonight Show throne, ended up not being the case. Of course, he went to CBS. But he was back on NBC on Late Night with Seth Meyers last night to talk about the 40 years. And here's what I really like. And you'll hear this little bit of them talking. Uh, The entire archive is now up on YouTube. So you can listen to, you can watch all of the old late late, uh, late night shows with David Letterman. Not his late show on CBS, but all of his NBC shows. They're all ar- archived there. How do you manage that? Great question. I don't know. you got a really good archivist who spends a few months just uploading one show after well, no, another I'm show. I'm just wondering how he gets to keep them. Because I mean, when you were... Like, I don't, think I don't it's, own my own likeness. I don't know? think he owns it. I don't oh, think he owns it. It's it's an it's NBC property. Okay. But yes, but now it's a something that everybody can enjoy as a library. What's great about Letterman is there are really stupid things that he did on the show that really worked. And the absurdity of his humor was great. This so perfectly encapsulates it. Here is Seth Meyers talking with Letterman about his 40-year 40, 40 anniversary and one particular sketch that is just so crazy, it worked. There's a new YouTube channel that yep. basically has the full archives of your time on the show. And it is, you can spend a lot of time on it. I was watching a World's Largest Vase. We had the World's Largest Vase addressed the studio audience. Yeah. And, and called for a peaceful world. Yeah. And there was also a book that had been published. It was Children's Letters to the World's Largest Vase. It was tickling to think that, yeah, you want to watch some TV? Turn on NBC. It's the World's Largest Vase. I just think that's stupid. And it would have gotten shot down by so many people would have just wanted to shoot the idea down and say, that's too dumb. It doesn't make sense. Why a vase? That's why. Because you would say why a vase. I think we... There's a little bit of a lost art of just truly stupid, over-the-top things that David Letterman was so good at doing. Remember when he moved to the New York studio and the Ed Sullivan Theater and realized that they had access to the rooftop? And then they would just go up to the rooftop and push things off. We're going to now, we're going to drop a gumball machine. And then they would just block off that part of the street watermelon watermelon is a big one tvs old tvs yeah and they would just drop them i mean that has no reason to make it out of a writer's room back in the 90s but now you have all these youtube channels that do these crazy weird bizarre funny quirky stunts and some of it some root in that tree has to go back to david letterman's shenanigans on the show gosh i remember when oh for sure i mean he yeah i think even for like people like conan o'brien yes very letterman-esque yes right yep kind of next level letterman in terms of his crazy shenanigans absolutely um and i loved it and i remember watching watching letterman like with my brother and my father just looking at us as we're laughing like i don't get it you know a generational thing 
but it's kind of like it's so stupid it's funny my mom never liked conan she always thought he was obnoxious oh really and i watched him and thought this guy is so self-deprecating has your mom so never funny. met you that's what I know. It was like, Mom, I'm like modeling elements of my personality after Conan O'Brien's craziness. And uh, yeah, but funny. you know, a mother's love, Donna. Yeah, that's true. What can you do? It's true. Um, stupid Petrix. Remember Stupid Petrix? Now, this is when he, when Letterman went to the late show. But Stupid Petrix was great. Stupid Human Tricks is the first time and the only time that I saw a person, and I will never forget this. I saw a person on Letterman, stupid human tricks, take milk, drink it up their nose, squirt it out of their eye. Oh, I've seen that. And I <laughs> could it's not. Because connected. It's all connected. But as a 12-year-old or 13-year-old, you don't know that. So when Letterman says, okay, Jim, what is your stupid human trick? I'm going to drink milk up my nose and squirt it out of my eye. And then he does it. Oh, it was just That's fun. remarkable. I, I'll tell you what I did not like about Letterman's show. Uh, first of all, I loved, um, oh God, band leader. Paul Schaefer. Great. great. Their rapport, fantastic. How they interacted was great. Um, I didn't really love like the Larry Bud Melman guy. Really? I didn't like, oh, Chris Elliott. Oh, no. Hated, hated that whole bit. I'm like, what is this? No. Too too absurd, too wacky? Obnoxious. Okay, now you see that's the word my mother would use. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That, that But they're, most of Letterman I really, really enjoyed. Remember when he used to follow around? By the way, Dev, David Letterman's still alive. It sounds like we're obituaryizing him. Eulogizing. Eulogizing. Don't forget to attend the Queen's Jubilee. We're all filled with typos today. <laughs> Happens to the best of us and the worst of us. Eulogizing. Yes, we're not. He's alive. He needs to shave the beard, though. That needs to die. No, Donna. He's expressing himself. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't want to look at it. Um... Do you remember when he would follow around Rupert from R- Rupert G from Rupert's Hello Deli? Just a standard oh, yeah. New York deli yeah, next yeah. door. He became friends with them. He would check in with them. He made Rupert. Oh, I wonder how much money he made Rupert because that became a tourist destination. Sure. If you went to see Letterman, you had to go in and grab something from Rupert's Hello Deli. But he would follow Rupert around. And it was so beta at the time, too, because Rupert would have a Walkman on as his headphones, like a fake Walkman. But it was actually the headphones, how he was getting... Letterman's cues delivered to him, and Letterman follows him around in a van, watching on monitors. I mean, that kind of stuff back then was really groundbreaking and different and just so fun. And he's kind of serious now. Letterman? Yeah. But I get that. You do mellow out the older you get. Like, I was a lunatic when I was in my 30s. Like, a lunatic. What do you mean? I mean, I was just like, like a... You know, all over, like super high energy and crazy and goofy. And then I got to a point where I was like, I can't be bothered with that anymore. I'm a serious broadcaster. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy. And then and he then, saddled you up with me. Yep. And here we go again. Bozo the clown. Correct. Uh, Rocco, uh, what's your problem? You grumpy? I'm just happy to be here. All right. Good to Making know. Making sure you're not grumpy monkey. Right. Hey, we have big 
uh, big music news coming up after this break mm-hmm. regarding Adele in her Vegas residency. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might not like you. Adonna has to tell us that's mm-hmm. next.